is up in the fire family today we are going to be talking about the armor of god man shut up oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) no 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 no. do you even love jesus yes i do (laughs) i've seen the video of the of the kid who's crying and he's like mad dramatic he's like why what (laughs) <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm sorry everybody i'm sorry everybody i don't know something's wrong with lewis today oh something's wrong with me today okay <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely but um if you're new around here i actually would like to apologize for having to experience that but um we actually do love jesus and we actually do read from his word together <laughs> with you yes we do yeah. Um, why are you laughing? No, I was gonna say something. You weren't, or you were? I was gonna say. Well, something. I would hope so because there's a microphone. I would hope so as well. So it's just hard. No, to go ahead. Those. I'll give you time. Okay. We'll give you time to say something. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, we'll give you time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Say say what you gotta say. Yeah. Okay. So I have a story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was at work one time, right? I was driving a forklift, and my supervisor comes up to me, right, walking to me, and he says. Lewis, uh, I need you to do this. And after you do this, and so this is what happened, right? He told me everything. And in the middle of him telling me what I have to do, he starts coughing. Now he coughed very intensely. So I'm trying to have a straight face, but like, it just was so abrupt. So he's like, Lewis, I need you to do this. And then when I need you, no way. And then I'm just like, no, no. And I start smiling, and then my manager comes over and he's like, Lewis, why are you smiling, man? Oh, Come on. Take it Be seriously. Nice. Take Lewis. it seriously. Come he's on. listening to it. I'm like, dude, this guy just like exploded right in front of me. Like, what, 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 what? the just like, <laughs> they just keep a straight face, like, coughing right next to me, dude. Like, well, Gosh. yeah, it's a story I have that, you know, it's hard to like not like to keep yeah. a straight face, but I didn't keep a straight face. I smiled a bit that's that's okay that's okay sometimes it's okay to smile but i mean maybe if you had the armor of god maybe you would have been able no no it was really good i'm just like taking it in oh okay that's good. Good <laughs> nice 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 so maybe if you had the armor of god on maybe you would have been able to have a straight face yeah anyways so. anyways i hope so. um, you enjoyed that story by the way super engaging super you know impactful you can learn a lesson from it it's definitely a good story yeah. Um, so actually, there, there's, um, there's a cool back, back end side of the reason why we're doing this episode today. Um, we had a cool God moment. You did. Yeah. Along with me. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're, we're actually really excited for this episode, as we are with all of them. So if you guys are excited, st- tune in. You're already tuned in, but stay tuned in Word. for the whole episode so you guys can get some encouragement, some wisdom, some good stuff to add to your prayer life and your spiritual life. But thank you, and we appreciate you for tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. Check out our TikTok. Check out our Facebook. We love you. And there's also the most important link in the description that you need to check out, which is the Patreon. The Patreon. The family. So if you're interested in an awesome, beautiful community of people coming together to pursue God, to know more about Him, to be in prayer, to be in Bible study, you do not want to miss out. Join the Patreon it's it's just the family. You have and to. And as always, you have to. We love you guys that are already on it. For real. 
We absolutely do. So thank you so much. And let's do it. Today. Right into it, huh? Right. We have to. You're right. Oh, yeah. The, the story that I was about to tell. Oh, yeah. About how this came to be. I mean, um, I was in prayer in the morning, worship and prayer, awesome time. And I was trying to figure out what, um, what Bible verse do I want to read today? And so I felt led to um, pray about the armor of God. And so I open up my Bible. I go to Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, which is what we're going to be reading today. Yep. And so it was also my turn to, fi- uh, to find a topic for us to discuss on for the next episode. And so as I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Let's talk about what I prayed on today. And so I hit up Lewis and I was like, yo, this is the topic. And then I and- responded. <laughs> He starts freaking out in the chat yep. and I have no clue. All I said was like, yo, Lewis, you know, the episode for, <laughs> yeah. for, um, very chill, the very next relaxed. episode chilling yeah. is going to be the armor of God. I get a me- like spam message of him going, yo, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? And he starts freaking out. And then I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting there like, are you, are you good? Like, does something happen? Like, why are you freaking out? And he goes, how did you come up with that topic? And I was like. I mean, I know it's a good topic, but like, chill out. Like, <laughs> I was gassing it or something. Yeah, I thought you were gassing it. And I was like, <laughs> all right. Oh, like, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, nah, yeah. I mean, I was praying about it. And I think it's a good episode. And then you could you could talk about yeah, your side and of so things. So the day before, I was in life group, which is we have in our in our home church. And during life group, I talked to one of my friends named Coco, and so she sees things in the spirit. Mm. And so I decided to ask out of curiosity. I was like, hey, like Coco, what do you see for me? Like, what do mm-hmm. you see in the spirit for me? And she said that she saw a statue with armor on it, the mm. armor of God on it, and that I was equipped and that either I'm going through something, I'm going to go through something, but be aware of that armor and, mm. and like use it, right? So I was like, okay, that's cool. And then the, the next day, I have one of these apps that sends me Bible verses every day. And you know how like you might see the verse and kind of just like, you know, like, okay, that's yeah, cool, yeah. but like kind of just shrug it off. And that day at 12 o'clock, it was a verse about the armor of God in Ephesians Crazy. 6. So I was like, okay, it's cool. Didn't think, think too much about it. And then later in the day, Danny sends me the message mm-hmm. about, oh, let's do the armor of God topic. So that's why I was like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, God's yelling Like, at I'm you, just like, bro. yo, three, what three the heck? Three times in the mat in yeah, the last like, 24, like 24 hours. 24 hours. Like, what the heck? What the heck? What the heck? So it's yeah. like, okay. And now it's like, I mean, let's do it. Yeah, let's do like, it. God's speaking to me. Let's speak on the episode. Let's speak mm, to each other. Let's speak yep. to the people listening. Yep. Like, let's speak. Yeah. And let's see what you got to say to us mm-hmm. and to the people. Because, hey, confirmations, one, two, three. Boom. Done. That's all we need. We heard you, God. We heard you. But there's there is so much good stuff let's here. Let's be so expectant. Let's, ooh, let's be expectant. Be expectant. Okay. I like that. I like that. Be expectant. We're going to pull something out of this episode today. But this is <clears> coming from <throat> Paul in Ephesians yes. 6. 10 to 18 it is one heck of a powerful passage yeah done by paul and it's something that is crucial in our faith with god and in our walk with god and it's something that we should be incorporating into our prayer life yeah all the time because <coughs> sorry i just need to get that out of the way i'm glad you did um it, yeah, it, it's something that we should be incorporating into our prayer life on a daily. Why? Um, the episode before this, we go in depth about demons and we go in depth about kind of the spiritual world. So we know, listen, 
there is another um, team on the field. Yeah. There is somebody opposing us, opposing God and his um and his will, opposing the things that God wants. He there's an enemy, there's an enemy team that is trying its best to go against us, to go against God, to destroy us, to to that lead doesn't us play into sin. fair, that knows your weak spots. Boom. And and so this enemy will do anything and everything to stop you from fulfilling your purpose, to distract you, to confuse you, to mm. lead you astray, to lead you away from God, mm. to to have you be an instrument for him to lead others astray from God. Crazy. He can't take away your salvation, but in your salvation, he can distract you. He can keep you in bondage of sin. Mm. He can do all he can to make sure that you feel discouraged, that you don't want to go back to church. You don't want, you don't want to go back to yeah. God. He will do everything in his power. He cannot take your salvation away, but he can do everything else mm. to keep you low, to keep you ineffective, and to keep mm. you not focused. Speaking of salvation, Ooh. I'm going to have to read the passage, though. Ooh. But so now we know there's an enemy side that yeah. is going against us. And, and we're on this consistent battlefield, right? Every like right now, we see it. We're just chilling in this in the the podcast studio. But yeah. what's going on right now in this moment is there's a spiritual war going mm, an on, unseen world, yeah, for our souls, for for everything. There's angels fighting demons. There's there's you know the angels protecting us from from demons and and the enemy's tactics and the enemy's strategies yeah. to just tear us down, right? So there's a consistent <clears throat> spiritual world right now. There's a spirit, mm. we, we see the physical world, right? The things that you can touch and feel and see, but the spiritual world is something that the unseen world, right? Yeah. There is there is a consistent good versus evil battle going on. Mm. And we are in the middle of it, whether you like it or not. Mm. You are in the middle of it and you are actually most likely not most likely you are the prized possession that both sides kind of want you know your soul right mm. the enemy wants your soul so that you don't go to god so that you don't love god so you're not in relationship with god mm. have i shared that story before of the person in jail that converted no i don't think so right we'll share it again i think i should you. share it just because like okay just to show you guys the reality of, of this of the spiritual world mm -hmm. so there was a story of this guy who was in jail right he's in prison and he was is Islamic Muslim okay Muslim right and so of course like in jail you know there's different groups that you hang out with you mm -hmm. have to like so you can be safe so they can take care of you they protected all that stuff so he was in this group of, of Muslims right and I think he had a dream mm -hmm. right because a lot of times you hear stories about people having dreams with Jesus right and Jesus saying like, hey I'm the one I'm the one and so yeah. he has a dream and after this dream he converts to Christianity he just like believes in Jesus wow. and so of course that was like you know not Do you accepted know what the dream was I wasn't I don't remember exactly okay. what it was but I know after the dream, he just believed in Jesus. Mm. And so, of course, that's difficult because the whole group he was in that keeps him safe, that protects him, they don't accept that. Mm. And so he did actually go and tell them, hey, like, guys, I believe in Jesus now. I'm not doing all this stuff. And so after he told them that, they were plotting to, to kill him. Wow. Right? And so there was one time he was in there. I think it was during lunchtime. Mm. And he would think he was sitting down. And then he saw, like, you know, looking around and being aware of what's going on. Like, everybody was, like, conspiring to do mm. something. And so that group, they get up and they have shivs mm. and you can already tell what's going, what's going to happen. So mm -hmm. they start running after him or like going to him. And so he just, he runs away and then he gets to a corner of the prison. And so what he does is, you know, what, what can he do? There's like five guys like with shivs just mm -hmm. running at him, like about to stab him. Yeah, there's nothing. So you can't do point. anything. So he just like, I think he just puts his hands up. He looks into like, into the, you know, the ceiling and he says, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Same thing that Jesus Ooh, said, right? Oh my gosh. And so he's just right there, his eyes closed, waiting to feel the stab wounds, just waiting like this, waiting for it. And time passes. And he feels nothing. 
And so he's like, wait, I'm supposed to be like stabbed right now. Like mm -hmm. what's going on? So he looks down, opens his eyes, and he sees these guys with shivs like just start backing up, like a fearful, just start backing up. And then they all run away. And so- Oh my gosh. Weird, mm -hmm. right? So I think the next day he's in lunch again and one of the guys heard what happened. And mm. so like he heard what the guys, the guys with shivs were saying. And so he went to go speak to him. And what he said is that as they were running to him, they saw two like 10 foot, nine foot, like angelic beings with huge swords. Oh my gosh. And they saw that. And so they saw those two angels and just ran away in fear. And it's like, yo. No way. Like in that moment, like God protected him. He, he professed his faith. Mm -hmm. God protected him in that moment. That is the reality of the spiritual world that we live in. And That's insane. If if we're not aware of it, we're un we aren't equipped, we're unprepared. Mm -hmm. And that's why in this episode, like it's so important that we recognize the reality of the spiritual warfare and mm -hmm. how we can combat it and stay protected from it. That's crazy. And that's just, again, an, a story and an example mm -hmm. of how real it gets. Wow. I, I actually have a similar story that my mom told me. Now that we're sharing a story, I'll just share one too. But uh, one where she told me this when I was uh, young and, and she would pray over me every time I would go to bed and my little brother. And so she would say, I just cover you with the blood of Christ. And and so one day I just asked her, I was like, Ma, what does it mean to be covered with the blood of Christ? And so she gave me this story um, about this little girl. And it was the same thing. You know, the parent, let's say the mother was praying over her when yeah. she was about to go to bed. And she was like, oh, I just cover you with the blood of Christ and to protect you and cover you. Right. Okay, cool. So she goes to bed. Everybody goes to bed. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, this this robber, you know, a thief comes into the house mm. and, and he's going to to murder this kid. Right. And so he has, you know, his weapon or whatever. He He's going to do what whatever he was going to do when all of a sudden he runs out straight in fear, just like jumps out and he starts screaming. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I swear I didn't do it. I didn't do anything. And so, you know, the police get called or whatever. And so he's like, I did not touch the girl. I didn't touch her. And they're like, what are you talking about? And, you know, she's fine. She's like, mm. she's like, what? like freaking out. Like, what happened? And he says, when I got into her room, there was blood all over her. Like, just blood everywhere. Holy shoes. And so, he, yeah, 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 yeah. And so he just thought it was, it was real. And like, he thought it was him. Like, I mean, he did. He was like, no, it wasn't me. Like, he was scared of being framed or whatever. And so he just ran in fear. But it was the blood of Christ that was protecting him. And, you know, the spiritual world was just revealed to him where this girl was covered by the blood of Christ. Powerful, man. Powerful. This stuff is real. This oh. stuff is very real. Oof. And I highly, 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 highly recommend you watch the episode we did on demons. Mm -hmm. To We go so in-depth with how real it gets. But today... We are talking about the armor of God. So if you have your Bibles, pull it out. Yes. Pull up to Ephesians 6.10. Pull up, pull up. We want to see you there. And if you are like Lewis and you took the L today, you have your phone as your Bible. And if you uh, took a bigger L, it's not really an L, but you're on your, you're driving or you're busy and you can't pull out your Bible. That's okay. We are going to read it for you. Yes, we are. So you can follow along. But here we go. The title of this, this is written by Paul, and he writes, The Whole Armor of God. Ooh. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Hmm. For we 
are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So before we get to the armor, like we just, we got to talk about this. Mm. We have to talk about this, right? So he says, um, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Okay, so he tells us, rely on the strength and the power of God. That is where your strength will come from, right? Yeah. You know, your your courage in the battlefield, right? So let's say you're on you're going to war. It's you versus 10,000 people armored with swords and weapons. How are you going to feel? Just you. Not doing that. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Like, no, turn me around. Like, take me home. But with this is be strong in the Lord and his mighty power, right? Now, let's look at the difference. What if it was you backed up by 20, 30,000 people versus 5,000? How mm-hmm. are you going to feel? We out here. We out. Let's do this. I'm ready. God is the equivalent of so much more than 40,000. Mm. <clears> thousand. <throat> God, Jesus has secured the victory for us. So it's be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. So you're entering this battlefield knowing I have the strength and I have the power of God on my side. There's nothing for me to be afraid of. Hmm. Yeah. And when, and the first, cause that, that's the awesome, you know, like be mm-hmm. strong in the Lord and this is mighty power. And so, you know, we might think that, okay, I have to, I have to like strengthen myself. I have to like yeah. embrace myself or something or like make myself stronger. But what this is, is a receiving of strength mm-hmm. to get it from the source because as paul says you know when i'm from weak the source then i'm strong mm. right in my like in my weakness he comes in me like his strength is made perfect in weakness mm. so i will boast all the more of my weakness so it's like Amen. in the moment when we're humble enough to be like lord i can't do this i'm weak i need you yeah. his strength like when we receive it from his like that's when we're strong that's how we are strong in the lord right? it's not it's not mm. like saying strength strength from the lord is strength in the Lord. So what this is, mm, is a call okay. to faithfulness and abiding in him. Because what, like, what does Jesus say? He says, remain in me, right? And mm. I remain in you. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So this, this uh, first verse about being strong in the Lord really is a call to faithfulness. Mm. That you will abide in him and thrive in him. And as you do that, you will receive his strength. Wow. Because it's not about you like choosing, I'm going to be strong. It's like, no, I'm going to receive his strength as I abide in him. Wow. I love that. Powerful, powerful, powerful. All right. And so then he says, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Now, first of all, this this implies that the devil has a lot of strategies yeah. that are going against you. Right. He's he's The devil's been here all of the existence of, of the planet, right? Mm. And so he has seen it all and he knows, if you think you can outsmart the enemy, you lost already. Mm. I'm sorry, but you lost. You can't. You can't beat him on your own, right? And so we need to put on, he says, put on the all of God's armor. I think what's cool is it says God's armor. So it's like, it's literally the armor that, it's like God's armor, like his, his, you know what I mean? And so mm. that stood out to me because it's not like just some, he has a bunch <clears> of like, I guess, armors that you could pick from or something. I don't know. But he's like, it's God's armor. Mm. I think that's cool because it's like, oh, shoot, I'm putting on God's armor. That's cool. Mm. And so he says to, against all strategy of the devil. Okay, so that's where we're going against, right? He says, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. What is flesh and blood? Humans, me and you, me and you are flesh and blood. I think... There is so much power in this verse alone. Oh, yeah. Because 
so many times we get caught up in conflicts with people around us and the first thing we want to do is yo this person is this this person is this this mm, person is this it, it. and and they just want to like their minds are solely focused on the person and this per like everything is just so focused on the person but if we stepped back and we looked at it in a spiritual lens and we saw this going on in their spirit what it, oof, what is going on in their spirit? What's going on spiritually? What's going around? Mm -hmm. How is the enemy attacking right here? Mm -hmm. What's going on right here in this situation? There has been countless times where in friend groups, conflicts arise and it's not because of the person, but it was the enemy's strategy the mm. entire time. He starts to pick on us little by little. You know the strategy in war, uh, uh, guerrilla warfare. Oh. Guerrilla warfare, what they'll do is they'll, they'll, take, out, they'll, they'll take out one by one. They'll like they used to hide in the trees and just take out one by one, right? And so if he divide and conquer, same thing, right? Same idea. Yep. He takes a friend group. He, <clears throat> he starts to mess with one. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in this person's life. They have a lot of changes in their season, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And so all of a sudden they're stressed and they're frustrated. And sometimes they accidentally, you know, say come out a little stronger. Mm. Oh. Now everybody's like, oh, shoot, this person is so rude. This person is acting so weird. Maybe they don't like me. Maybe it's this. Um, maybe it's that. Then the enemy starts incorporating in everybody else's minds. Oh, they don't like you. Mm, they don't like you. They have I a problem like with that. you. Instantly. Instant. Instant. He knows exactly what he's doing. And so he starts to tear apart friend groups little by little by doing this. By helping, by making us focus on flesh and blood. Not even but friend this, groups, yes. families. Fa oh my gosh, families, families. He's here. His whole sole purpose is to destroy you. It's to it's to destroy Steal, your community, kill and destroy. Yep, in many ways. Yep. And so, if we have that one person, if we are that one person that could step back for a moment in <clears throat> our friend group or in our family and be like, "Wait a minute, how is the enemy trying to attack right now?" If there's a conflict, question. if there is there something going on, mm -hmm. if there's a stressor, if there's division, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. don't just view it carnally, like Ooh. like you know, in the in the way that you were raised and mm -hmm. and how you were discipled by the world. Like, have a spiritual view on it. Mm. Ask the question of how is the enemy trying to do this, trying to do that? How is he coming into this and making it worse? Wow. And how can we stop that? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and I loved your other question about what's going on in their spirit, right? Mm. So we see like, okay, there is some darkness. There are some things mm. that we have to deal with where I'm not dealing with this person's flesh and blood, but we're dealing against what? Evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against mm. mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. These are divine beings we're dealing with, right? This is the spiritual side of things, right? Mm. And so when somebody's acting on us and, and disrespecting us and being rude and, mm. and it seems like all they're doing is going against me, it's like, hold mm. on. No, I, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. This is the enemy speaking, right? Mm. And I'm not telling you to go up to your friend group or your friend that's disrespecting you and be like, you're a demon. Like, stop. No, definitely not. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you were able to step back and see things from a spiritual lens, your whole mm. uh, perspective on the situation changes immediately. And it will take humility. Yes, it will. Because it's very easy to clap back with pride. Oh, and it's yes. it's super easy to do that. And oh, you want yes. to. You want to. But yes. to have the maturity to step back mm -hmm. and then try your best to, you know, embrace and, and walk into the situation with spirit, spiritual maturity mm -hmm. and emotional maturity. Wow. It will, you will, like the situation would just be solved so much more differently mm -hmm. and it will be like, it will be solved yeah. instead of it. Like so not, you're not adding wood to the fire. You're putting the fire out. Right. Right. And, and, and then, um, also, I mean, the enemy will use pride 
just like you described to continue mm. and to continue to fuel the fire make it worse yeah to make it worse because the more pride each person oh my gosh the more pride each person has the bigger the conflict the bigger the is conflict get. the bigger the anger the bigger the disrespect the more thoughts in your yeah. head continue it's just never ending until we step back and view it in a spiritual way and a in a mature way so sometimes we don't even realize how quickly situations can be distinct not distinguished um extinguished mm. Like the fire, right? Yeah, yeah. How fast they, things can just settle down if you stepped back and you saw it from a spiritual perspective and you said, and you put your pride aside and you said, hey, like, are you all right? Mm. Is everything, can I pray for you? What? I Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you could pray for me. Mm. Oh my gosh. Things, the enemy instantly fleed. Yeah. He said, dang, I lost this one. I'm out. On to the next. Mm. And then he'll, he'll keep scheming because he don't stop. Nope. He don't stop. All right. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Resist stood out to me in this part. So you will be able to, you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. When you are in a moment where you either have to decide to choose the Jesus way or mm. choose evil. We know that much. You will, if you have the armor of God, you will be able to resist the enemy. That's why it's like, if you're remaining in him, you're going to most likely choose a Jesus way. Right. But if you're not remaining in him, if you're not putting the armor on, mm. you're just not as focused on Jesus. Your mind is just not as like willing to do Jesus' it's will. Because easily swayed it's by easily swayed because you're not like on your game spiritually. Mm -hmm. And that's just fact. It's like, if you're not remaining in him, like right. you're, you're going to be thinking about him less. You're going to be thinking about what he wants, like less. Everything right, less, right, less, right. less, meaning your convictions and everything is just going to be less because you're not mm -hmm. remaining in him. Mm -hmm. And so then we get into the armor itself. Then after the battle, you will still be stand. Oh, wait, did I miss a part? No. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Fire. That is powerful. Where is it? Stand, okay. uh, verse 14. Okay. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Mm. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You stop there. Yeah, I'll stop there for, for <clears throat> putting on the belt of truth. What does that mean? Hmm. What is the belt of truth? I picture it as you're putting on the belt of truth. It's like, what what is truth? Hmm. Are you being true? And what is the truth that you have to remain in? Because many times, you know, we let our feelings get in the way of truth, hmm. right? And so, what is the truth? The truth is you're loved. Mm. you're cared for mm -hmm. you're provided for you're protected yep. you're guided you have eyes on you at all times mm -hmm. he sees you when you wake up when you go to sleep right like as it says in psalms like you, you know when i wake up you know when i sit down you know when i stand up lord mm -hmm. your eyes are always on me all these truths that that, that the promises of god mm -hmm. those truths we have to like wear it identity too mm, our identity, our identity too. And, and who we are we have to like we have to wear it we have to show it like i'm wearing this this mm -hmm. is who i i am a son of god i am mm -hmm. you know uh yep that verse uh, what what is that verse about um your identity I'm royal chosen. priesthood yeah uh -huh. i'm chosen royal priesthood holy nation god's yeah. very own possession i'm mm -hmm. god's son wow i'm god's son wow you know like and wearing that and knowing that it's it's just it's crucial because yeah. if you forget that, like you just start you overthink, you start doing this, doing no, you have to remember what the truth is, mm -hmm. and when you remember that, you like then you start knowing, 
I'm valuable. Mm-hmm. I have worth because mm-hmm. I'm a son. This I I'm actually loved. I'm accepted, even though sometimes I don't feel accepted. Right. I feel like I'm too whatever to this. No, like I'm accepted, and that, that's the truth. No matter what. Right. No matter what happens, that truth always stands. And the truth of Jesus that Jesus is the way, the truth, mm. and the life. And just knowing the truth about who Jesus is, what He right. did for you, and remembering that because mm-hmm. we can forget it. Yes, we could we just forget it. Right? How many times did Israel forget about things? They right. forgot about God. Forgetting is like a common thing that we tend to struggle with. Mm. That's why every day we have to keep these practices to remind ourselves. We can get renewed. We can have mm. revelation. We can have these cool moments. But how fast do these moments we have, we begin to forget about them. Mm. That's why we're called to do all this stuff so we don't forget. That's why God said every year, every few months, like do a Passover, like a Passover celebration, do this celebration. And he's like, when you do it, tell your kids what happened. Mm, like remember so, get lost, yeah. so you guys don't forget about what what you saw in Egypt what happened in Egypt don't forget about it so you can remember and and right. celebrate it right it's just about that remembering right. the truth and, and I think in the world that we live in right now this is such an important piece of the armor is the truth right when one thing is called truth that means everything else is lies mm. and so so many times right now we are trying to get all these false truths that what are happening truth? right yeah. we are as as people we are in a constant pursuit of truth and so us followers of jesus we know truth mm. because jesus is truth mm. and so when we know jesus we know truth and so when people are saying trying to figure out themselves and figure out how the world works and figure out how um what happens after death and figure out who are we what are we doing what's my purpose what's this what's that and so we're in constant pursuit of truth, right? Who's right and like who's that. wrong? I like that. <clears throat> but this, right? This is telling us put on the belt of truth because what happens when you put on the belt of truth? You know when everything else is a lie. Mm. If you know truth, you know everything else is a lie. But if you don't know truth, you don't know what's a lie and what's truth. Mm. And so it tells us to put on the the belt of truth because when those lies do try to come to confuse you, to lead you astray, to lead you away from God, to lead you away from life and truth, you'll be like, no, no, I know truth and that's wrong. Wow. That's wrong. I know truth. I like that. I read the word of God. And so I know who Jesus is. And that right there, that is not from God. And mm. so when we put on the belt of truth, that is a, a force field that the enemy just won't be able to surpass. So good. And I so like I love that. We move on to the body armor of righteous God's righteousness. Also, they in other translations they say the breastplate. Yeah, chest plate of righteousness. The, the chest plate of God's righteousness, right? God's righteousness. This breastplate uh, or chest plate is is you know, last, I think it was two episodes ago where I talked about the righteousness for a little bit, but yeah, the righteousness is being made right. Mm. That's what it means to have God's righteousness, right? And so the eyes of God, we, I mean, righteousness was given to us as yep. a gift when Jesus died on the cross. When God looks at the cross, he sees you. And when he sees you, he sees Christ. Oh, I love that. That you receive that. that righteousness as that. soon as you give your life to Jesus. But right. now you're being sanctified. And so your righteousness, you continue to grow in it. And like you mm-hmm. said, be made right. You're being mm-hmm. made right every single day. The way you were when you first started following Jesus till now, yeah. you're way different because yeah. you learned a lot. Mm-hmm. You were being sanctified and you will continue to be sanctified and to become more like Jesus to forever. Right, right. And perfectly said. And all of these armors that were, all, all these pieces of armor that we're talking about, these go together. 
These go together. If you have mm. a helmet mm. on, but you don't have shoes, you don't have a sword, you don't have a shield, you don't have a breastplate, you don't have the belt, guess what? You're slaughtered. It doesn't matter. Mm. You need to have every piece of armor. You need to be able to defend yourself and you need <clears> to be able to attack the enemy. And so when you have truth, the righteousness is you walking in the truth, right? You walking and living a life of transformation, a life where, okay, I know truth. I know God doesn't like this. Let me live a life that honors God and glorifies God and pleases God. And so that's what it looks like to walk in and be and have the body armor of God's righteousness on, right? So we know truth. Let me act on the truth. Let I know what is right and what is wrong. Let mm. me do what is right then. And so when you do that, you protect. Listen, when you do the right thing and you follow God's laws, let me tell you, it protects you from the enemy completely. The reason we fall to sin and there's sin in the world is because we don't follow God's law to perfection. Mm. We don't follow God's righteousness to perfection. We can't be in God's eyes. Yes, we are seen as righteous, but we are not perfectly righteous. It says like, be perfect just as your father's perfect. Right. Now, will we ever be perfect? No, but no. we can always chase perfection. Exactly, exactly. And so that's the reason we have sin is because we we chase perfection, but we can't get there mm. because that, that would just be Jesus and we would, we would be God. And so we wanna walk in God's righteousness to protect us from the enemy. When you do what is right, God is protecting you from the enemy. The, the enemy cannot use that against you mm. because you followed God's righteousness and God's yeah. law for you. And so- it's powerful when you know truth and you act on the truth, unstoppable. This is definitely a verse in Proverbs about that. Just doing things right. Exactly. Will, will protect you. Exactly. Um, uh, for shoes. Oh, for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. And so what I read about on the shoes is they're kind of back then in, in war, they're kind of like cleats. Mm. They had spikes on the bottom so that you wouldn't, you know, slip and you'd be able to dig into the ground, right? Mm. And so the the shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared, right? And so let's say you're getting attacked, right? You're, you're getting a sword, you know, you're getting slashed with a sword, whatever, you're, you're fighting it back. But if you don't have the shoes, your your leg starts to slip. Mm. Your foot starts to slip. And if you fall, it doesn't matter what armor you have on, it's game over for you. It's wraps. Just, just, just give up. You know what I'm saying? And so the shoes, what the shoes does is when you are getting attacked, your shoes dig in. Mm. And so when the enemy says, you're not loved, boom, your, your shoes dig in. I am. I am loved. Your boom, your shoes dig in more and more and more until you get enough strength to push back and attack. Mm. The shoes of peace is 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 what you know God promises us, not promise, but He says Jesus is the Prince of Peace, right? Mm. He gives us that peace, and so when you have the truth, you act on the truth, and you and you defend with the truth. Yeah, you get peace. Hmm. I was even thinking like when people start like try to like shake your faith or something. That's exactly and you just dig exactly. your foot on the ground and say no. Like I follow Jesus, I know the truth. And right. You bring up verses, all this stuff. It's it, it's it's powerful. So we we want to have these shoes on mm. because we want to be able to not slip. We want to be able to to remain um um sturdy and stand firm on the battlefield. If if you let's say you go on, if you play soccer or any sports, if you wear the wrong shoes and you're about to get the most perfect pass for you to score the point, score the goal. And then you slip, hmm. you just lost it. You lost it. And so we wanna be able to have the right equipment when we are on the battlefield. And so when you have these shoes, you're saying, okay, you know what? 
no matter what is going on in my situation, no matter what's trying to press on me and attack me at this moment, I have God's peace. Mm. I have the shoes of peace on. I know truth. I'm acting in truth. And I have God's peace that's, that's helping me stay sturdy and stay firm. Hmm. And so I don't have to stress about anything. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to worry. And so we continue. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of that devil. The shield of faith. So now we get into a, a defensive thing, right? Back then they had shields <clears throat> so large that it covered your entire body. So when you were getting bombarded with these fiery arrows, they would even wet the shields to distinct extinguish the, the, the fiery arrows and defend yourself from them. Hmm. And so when the, the enemy will not stop attacking from every angle, from ang every angle. That's why you want to have the armor on to protect your back, your sides, your, your, your front, your, your down, your in front of you. And so when the enemy's throwing constant fiery arrows at you, because that's life, you know, Jesus says in this life, you will have sorrows and trials, trials and sorrows. Be ready for them. That includes the shield of faith. Yeah. The way to view it is like, you know. In, in your walk, if you just started walking, if you've been walking for a while, like you can recognize when the enemy or the enemy tries to test you or tries to tempt yeah, you yeah. and those flaming arrows start coming. And like, that's why like it tests you because like, are you going to give in or are you going to have faith? And remember like, mm -hmm. no, God is better than this. I don't have to do that. God is better than this. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. God is better than this. And so that faith, wow. like that faith of like you believing that God is better than this, that needs to be up. That shield needs to be up because mm -hmm. the enemy will continue to test you, to tempt you, shoot those flaming arrows at you. They're like, no. My God is better. Wow. I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose God's choice. I'm gonna do what God says because what He says is better. Mm. And that's that shield of faith going up in those moments. So if you've been feeling like you've been being tested, you've been mm. tempted these past few weeks. It's been really Ooh, difficult. Remember, like you keep that shield of faith up. Do not let the enemy question whether like God's God's um, what He wants is like less than what what the enemy is trying to tempt you with. Because mm. of course, what the enemy wants to tempt you with your body might want it like you know just your natural inclinations of sin like mm -hmm. you want to do that you want to do this say no with the shield of faith wow. just remember like i'm believing that god has better for me and he does mm -hmm. he does mm -hmm. and, and and the shield is so crucial to to our battlefield equipment and and this is what i'm talking about faith is like exactly what you just said when the enemy is trying to shake us trying to say, you're running out of time. You need to do this. You need to do that. You need to, and then start to build up worry and anxiety and start to like mm. just mentally and spiritually drain you. When you put up that shield of faith, you're saying, my God is stronger. Mm. My God is more powerful. The God that I serve will get me through this. Not only get me through this, but help me grow through it. I am, I through God's strength, am stronger and I will beat you. You have no power over me and my life. And I trust and I have faith in God's timing. Mm. When you do that, the enemy has nothing to work with. Mm. He's like, wait, not, no matter not, what yeah. I tell this person, no matter what I do in their life, they just have faith in their God. Mm. And so they're not shaken. They're not worried. They're not acting out of desperate emotions, but they're acting in, in God's will and God's faith. It's like, wow. There's nothing the enemy can do after that. Wow. And so wow. now we get into, oh wait, there's there's one more piece, right? Yeah. Put on salvation as your helmet. The spiritual battle many times happens where? In your mind. In your mind. What does the helmet do? It protects our mind. It protects our head. Without a head, can't live. 
It's, mm. it's one of the most sensitive parts to our bodies is our head. And our mind drives us to do everything. Our mind is what controls the rest of our body. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Yep. And so we want to be able to put on this helmet. They 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 used to, after they, they put on the rest of the armor, they would put on the helmet mm. last. And so we want to put on the helmet and we want to protect our minds at all costs. When you get attacked from the enemy, that's what's happening. He's throwing thoughts at you. Mm. Hey, it's time to freak out. Hey, it's time to worry. And hey, he'll start throwing more and more thoughts so that your mind is racing the whole time. And so that what? So that you're thinking on your problem and you're not thinking about the the problem solver, which is God. Mm. Right? And so we need to protect our minds, right? Yeah, and and other parts in the Bible, it talks about taking every thought captive. When a thought that is not from God comes into your mind, we judge it and we say, you know what? This is this is the part of the helmet of salvation. Hey, this is from God? No, it's not. So I don't need it. To the trash, to the bin, mm. get out of my head so that I can have my thoughts on the things above, not on the things here on earth. And so we want to put on that, that the helmet of salvation, right? And so, and take the sword of the spirit. This is the This is the fun part for me. This is the fighting back part. Because he doesn't only give us the armor to stand Protect there and ourselves. take the hits, yeah. but he also wants us to defeat our enemy. Mm. And take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Right here, this right here, mm. the Bible, the, sword. the word of God, this is your sword. When Jesus was tempted by the enemy, what did he use? He used the word of God. Mm. He didn't say, nah, you're lying. No, he, he quoted straight from the word of God. And so this is our sword. So if you want to be prepared to fight the enemy, read this. Mm. Not once, but read this consistently. Because like I said in the beginning of the episode, the spiritual battle is consistent and it's happening right now. You don't just read the word of God today and then tomorrow put your sword down. Mm. You need to consistently have your sword up and consistently ready. Consistently practice your sword skills. Right, because it's like you're you're maneuvering, you're learning your sword, how to mm. use it, how to cut, how to do every very di different types of moves. You keep it down for a while, like you're gonna get rusty. Oh, you know, so you need to keep in step with it, keep in reading yeah. it, because the same way, like the word mm. is a sword. So mm. continue to sh like sharpen it, continue to use it to practice with it, so you can know, so you can be better, so you can defend yourself better. Mm. Like you know, if you just you just started into a war. And you pick up the sword the same day you go into war, like you're not even gonna be able to pick no, it up. You're gonna have heavy. to learn. You have to learn how to use it. Like, yeah. get, get, like you're you gonna know, cut get yourself. Your, <laughs> your yeah, get your muscles used to the sword. Like, get used to it more. Learn about it more. Wow. Get more comfortable with it. I and like then, that. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Train with the sword every day. And if you don't, you get rusty. I love that. Mm. That is good. And then lastly, he says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Hmm. This part, what does it mean to pray in the spirit? When you pray in the spirit, what it means is you are praying while you are led by the spirit. As if the, the spirit was telling you what to pray or the spirit was praying for you. This is what it means to be praying in the spirit, right? We're not just babbling on about things, but we are actually being led by the spirit on what to pray. So the spirit says, okay, pray about this, fight this, do this spiritual warfare right here, do some deliverance here, pray for healing here, do this. When you are led by the spirit, this mm. is what Paul's talking about. Pray in the spirit at all times mm. and on like every that. occasion. 
We like that. Stay alert and be persistent. Stay alert. Ha! Don't put your don't put your shield down. Mm. Don't put your fate the 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 um, the sword down. Mm. Don't take off your helmet. You get a fiery arrow straight to the skull. The breastplate that protects your heart and your soul. The best way, the best time to attack is when the enemy is least expecting it, right? Mm-hmm. So when Satan wants to tempt you, when he wants to hit you, he will tempt you when you're least expecting it, when you're the mm. least on your guard. Because we can be on our guard when we go different places or go somewhere, but how alert are you when you're like in your bed and it's like really late? Mm. How alert are you when you're somewhere that that you're not around anybody who is believing in Christ? Ooh. How alert are you in that moment? And so that's why it says be alert at all times because the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. Mm -hmm. He hits you where it hurts. He he fights. He does things unfair and he knows your weak spots. Wow. So we have to be alert. Mm -hmm. Have to be alert. Have to be aware. Mm -hmm. And be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Mm. He's telling us, how do we do spiritual warfare? With prayer. Mm. With prayer. And so he says, be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. We are not just fighting for ourselves, but we are fighting for others. Something that I love, I just absolutely love, is there's times where people, I'm not even, I didn't even know they were praying for me. And things happen in my life. And days later, they go, oh, I prayed about you. I prayed for you about that the other day. And it's like, wait a minute. They went to war for me. Mm. They fought for me. Because we're all on the same side. We're all fighting our common enemy, which is, the devil and his schemes and the evil authorities and the unseen world, right? And so when we are be, being consistently in prayer and persistently in prayer for believers everywhere in the world, we're all fighting for each other, mm. with each other, alongside each other, against our common enemy. Mm. So we shouldn't even be just praying for ourselves. And Paul tells us, pray for your family, pray for your friends, your friend group, your co-workers, Pray for people that don't like you. Pray for your future spouse. Pray for everybody. And you're not just praying for yourself, but you're praying for every believer everywhere because this is a constant war and sometimes they need some backup. If Lewis has his guard down, but I show up in prayer, hmm. I can I can use my shield to defend us both. That's why we're here and com- that's why community is so important because you have people praying for you and going to war with you and for you when you sometimes let your guard down. Mm. And then also you have mentors where they have been using the sword and they are so skilled at using the sword for so long, mm. they teach you how to use the sword. So that so you're not just really waving it around like a 12-year-old, but now you you're like a trained soldier. Mm. And so this passage from Paul is powerful. If you want to get into spiritual, I mean, you kind of have to get into spiritual warfare. You're already, because you're, warfare. You're already in it. The only thing is, I, how are you going to act now? How are you going to react? How are you going to respond? And my suggestion would be get your armor on, mm. pick up your sword, pick up your shield, and let's fight because you've been attacked for too long. Mm. And we're praying for all of you. And so we want to be in prayer with you guys. We hope you guys got some awesome yes. stuff out of this. Please, every day, put on the armor of God. If you feel yourself attacked by the enemy lately, maybe it's maybe this is a time for you to put on the armor of God. This is a time for you to pick up your sword, pick up your shield, and start fighting. And start fighting. 
Because when you start fighting, you start beating the enemy, and you realize the glory of God, and you put on those shoes of peace, life gets a lot better. Hmm. Life gets a lot better because your mind is at peace. You have the helmet. Your heart and your soul is protected in righteousness. It's protected because you're not doing the wrong thing, but your heart is in purity. You have the shoes of peace, so you're walking around peace, with peace. Nothing is shaking you. You're like, you know what? I got this. I know the God that I serve. Mm. You have your faith, knowing that he is so much more powerful than all of your problems. You got your sword, knowing I'm about to slay some demons with my sword. They don't have any match against me. I got my helmet, where those thoughts, those annoying and, and depressive thoughts that are trying to tear me down and keep me in bed all day, you lost. You lost. I rebuke you and you lost. Mm. I'm sorry. You can try again later, but you'll lose then too. Oof. And that's the thing too. We have to remember, like, we already won the, like, the already won the battle. Amen. We Amen. already won. Like, the Saints are, has already been defeated. So the mm. one thing Satan does not want you to know is that he has already been defeated. This is not a tug of war. Oof. This is not. It's not like we're, we're on one side, the enemy's on the other side. We're just, like, fighting. Like, no, like, he is down. We're above. Mm. Like that is the reality of what it is. So we have to walk in that truth knowing that we are already right. victorious. Amen. And you have authority. You have the power. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. So I hope you guys got some awesome stuff out of this. Some wisdom, some encouragement. Please leave us um, comments uh, asking any questions or just letting us know maybe some stories that you've seen about just the, the spiritual world just like we shared in the beginning of the episode. But we love you guys. Share this video. Uh, give it a like. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, leave a review that would be a huge huge blessing and yeah. an even bigger blessing for us and for you is if you join the family on the patreon so check that out we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you guys for the next episode peace out everybody peace.